welcome to the Better Budgeting Podcast. I'm your host, Danielle Reese. I'm a money coach and the founder of the Better Budgeting Playbook. And this is my one-on-one coaching program for women and couples who have been trying to figure out their finances, finally create a clear plan so they don't have to worry about waiting on payday anymore. I became a money coach in 2020 after paying off over $60,000 in debt, rekindling my marriage, becoming financially free, and wanting others to experience the same. If you'd like to work with me, you can check out the link in the show notes there. Also, we have the Financial Freedom Society on Facebook. It's a free Facebook community focusing on debt payoff, saving strategies, budgeting, and money mindset. You can find the link to that community in the show notes as well. All right, it is the new year and you're getting ready to pay off debt this year. And I want to share with you a few different methods you can use to make this happen. Debt payoff is not one size fits all. Actually, for some of my clients, we use a mixture of these methods to get the job done. And before we get too far into this, I want to make you aware that this system won't work unless you work it. This is not a magic formula that will solve all of your problems just by making a few changes. Like we have got to stick with this to make it work. You got to stay committed. And I will say, once you get some debt paid off, it's going to be very, very tempting to use that newfound cash to do something else with it. Many times clients, they'll get a newfound cash, $500, $600 a month because they paid off some cards, credit cards, they've paid off some other debts. And guess what? They're using that five, 600 bucks a month to go on vacation and do this and do that. And it prolongs their debt journey. So just know that these systems really do work, but you got to stick to it. One more thing before we get into this list. There is a difference between financial freedom and debt freedom. I covered this in season one, episode two. So go over there and check that out. But I want to make sure it is clear that you don't have to have debt freedom in order to be financially free. My husband and I, we have a mortgage. We are not debt free by any means. It's going to take us a long time to pay this mortgage off. However, we are financially free where money is no longer dictating our decisions. So if you want to learn more about that, go over to season one, episode two and check that out. Let's get into these debt payoff methods. All right. Number one is the snowball method, and this is how it works. You're going to list all of your debts from smallest to largest balance. This is not the monthly balance, y'all. This is the total balance. You are then going to focus on paying off the smallest debt first while making minimum payments on everything else. And some people get a little funky about this. Maybe you have some high interest debts with high balanced cards, credit cards, and they're getting charged more in interest than the minimum payment every month. I get it. Just follow this, trust this process. Once the smallest debt is paid off, you are going to roll that payment amount into the next smallest debt. Here's the example. You have three credit cards. Credit card one, you have $500 with a minimum payment of 25. You have credit card two with $1,000 and a minimum payment of 100. And you've got credit card three with $1,500 on it, minimum of 150. You're going to pay minimum on all the credit cards, but any extra money is going to go to credit card number one. So let's say you have an extra $25 a month to put on credit cards. Every month, you're gonna pay $50 total to credit card number one. That's $25 for the minimum payment 
plus the $25 extra equals $50. You're going to do that every single month. And when you get that card paid off, credit card number one, you're going to roll the same $50 that you were spending on credit card number one, and you're going to put it on credit card number two. Now remember, credit card number two, the minimum is 100 bucks. So now you're paying $150 a month just on this card. Once credit card number two is done, you will do the same thing we did with the other credit card, and you're going to take the $150 and you're going to roll it onto the next one. That's credit card number three. Now you're paying $300 a month towards this one card until it is done. And FYI, in this scenario, you have been paying $300 a month on credit cards the whole time. It's just been spread out into three payments instead of one big lump sum on one card. Here's some advantages to this method. Paying off smaller debts gives you a sense of accomplishment and motivation pretty quickly. There is nothing like the feeling of getting that first debt paid off. You're like, yes, I can do this. Uh-huh look at me. Okay. You get those quick wins. My first credit card I paid off was a Target credit card and it took me about 45 days. It was a small balance, but man, that lit my fire for me to get the rest of my debt paid off. It just, it was a whole nother thing because you just feel like you can get it done. Another advantage is the simplicity of it. You don't have to worry about interest rates or anything like that. You just look at the balances and you just put them in order and you start attacking the top one. That's it. That's, that's essentially all it is. You heard me run you through the example. And another advantage is that you can reduce your creditors pretty quickly with this. If you're getting those small little creditors knocked out of the way quickly, I mean, you can knock down the number of creditors that you're paying just as quick. I really like this. I start a lot of my clients on this because it really gets that fire for them going. We don't always stay on this method, but here are the disadvantages for the snowball method. It may cost more overall when you use it. When I say that, I mean interest. This method is not mathematically friendly when it comes to what makes sense. It just, it doesn't make sense. Like, if you're getting charged more on interest, you should be focusing on interest. And we'll get into that. But it does make sense psychologically. I want my clients to get those good, fast wins because it sets that fire. It sets the momentum. And we just keep on rolling along here. And it's such a great way to start your debt payoff. And that's why I put it at the top of this list. Now, there is a potential of a slower debt repayment overall for the life of all of your debts. Because with interest, you're not focusing on that right now. So it's adding on to these balances and that tax on time at the end. So there is the risk of it just taking a little bit longer, but I wouldn't say that it is the highest disadvantage of the snowball. I would just say it is what it is. The next method is the avalanche method. And this is the complete opposite of the snowball where in the snowball method, we're focusing on the balances, but the avalanche method, we are focusing on interest. So you're going to list all of your debts from highest interest rate down to lowest interest rate. And baby, we are going after that highest interest rate. That is where all of our extra money is going to go into right now. Meanwhile, just like the snowball method, you're going to be paying minimums on everything else. 
when you get the first card done or debt done, you're going to roll that payment over to the next one with the highest interest and so on and so on and so on. Here are the advantages. It's cost effective. Definitely, for sure. When you're prioritizing high interest debts first, you're saving money on interest. No doubt about it. And sometimes when I run these scenarios for clients, we're talking about thousands of dollars more in savings. And sometimes we're talking a couple hundred dollars. But sometimes it's some huge stuff. Another advantage is that sometimes this can lead to quicker overall debt elimination. Not all the times, but sometimes. And sometimes quicker, quote unquote, quicker means only a month or two faster. But if you're paying $1,500 a month on debt in total, and you pay it off two months faster than any other method, that's $3,000 put back in your pockets. So I would say that's definitely an advantage. And also, this is very flexible the avalanche method because sometimes you got these cards out here where you got zero percent interest for so many months this will take into consideration those cards as well and taking advantage of really using that zero percent interest the disadvantage though of the avalanche method is it requires some discipline this is gonna take some time especially if you have larger debts think about it credit cards like they're typically the ones that have the highest interest so 29 and a half 29 percent interest and if you've got ten thousand dollars on a credit card and that's the one you're focusing on it's gonna take some time and that requires discipline also patience that is another disadvantage if you are really impatient it is going to be really hard to get this stuff paid off because you may lose motivation and it just has a longer time frame. I will say that of my clients, these are the top two. We usually start with Snowball and roll over to Avalanche at a later date. Sometimes we always stick with Snowball. Sometimes we just look at the Avalanche and it just makes sense to run with that. And that's okay. That's cool. But a lot of the times it is a mixture of these two that we focus on. The next one I would consider a shortcut debt payoff method. This is debt consolidation. And this method is paying off debt by lumping together loans into one payment. This is typically done with like personal loans or HELOC, which is a home equity line of credit. That's where you see debt consolidation the most. The advantages are it's a simplified payment. You combine all these debts together into one single monthly payment, one creditor, like yes, hallelujah. We love that. Less confusion, just one big lump sum monthly payment. You also have the potential of lower interest rates. If you're throwing 29.99% interest cards and 25% and 32% interest cards into one payment of 15%, you're definitely going to reduce the cost overall. And I like that. That's really great. The disadvantages, though, is that you may not qualify for these type of loans. It depends on your credit worthiness. And if you've really screwed up your credit with all this other debt, you're not going to be able to use this as an out. Also, 
This does not address the behavior. I have talked to so many people where they say, hey, I've got this personal loan. I've got five credit cards. The credit cards are maxed. Here's my personal loan. I'm like, hey, you know, what's the personal loan for? Did you upgrade something in the house? You know, what the thing is? And they're like, oh, nope. I maxed out the credit cards and I paid it off with a personal loan and then I maxed out the credit cards again. It happens time and time and time again. It is not uncommon for me to hear that. That's because this method does not address the root cause of the debt accumulation. If the spending habits aren't addressed, then you're going to get back here sooner than you'd like to admit. Sometimes people have to sit in that mistake for a little while. They've got to sit and pay that debt off for a bit, make all those payments and stuff to really understand and kind of learn the lesson of this ain't a joke. Like debt is not a joke. And I don't want to be back here because goodness gracious, this is just a mess and I don't want to be here anymore. And some people have to go through that process. And if you're going to do a debt consolidation, you skip out on that, but you might end up back into the same situation quickly. The last method is really getting its hype here lately in the financial world. And I don't, I don't know. It's risky. It's super risky, but I'm here to educate. So I'm going to share with you all the possibilities. Okay. The next one is velocity banking. Here's how it works. Velocity banking involves using a line of credit. Think of a credit card and you use this to leverage paying off debt. All right. Follow me. Just follow me for a second. All right. Income is deposited into the credit card. So a big payment is made. And what this does is it temporarily reduces the outstanding balance. Then you buy items and regular expenses on that same credit card, which raises the balance. And as long as you don't go over a budgeted allotment, you're safe. You're going to bring down that debt and I know this is a lot to unpack, but the goal is to decrease the average daily balance on the line of credit, which then reduces the interest payments and accelerates your debt payoff. This is a lot. It even confuses me. I have coached a hundred clients and right now I'm coaching someone using this method because it just makes sense with their lifestyle and what they've currently been doing. And it's just a lot. It's a lot, but here's my example. Let's say you have a credit card balance of $10,000 and you're paid every two weeks, three grand. You're going to take that $3,000 and you're going to minus all the expenses you can't pay with your credit card. Think your mortgage, you really can't pay that with a credit card. Let's say that total amount that you have available is $2,000 and you're going to go ahead and put all $2,000 in one swoop on the credit card. That brings the $10,000 balance down to 8,000 in a day. Now your next two weeks until you get paid again has to be spending under two grand. You gotta, that's the only way that this is going to work. You absolutely have to have a budget in place for this. You've got to, it will not work if you just willy nilly through this concept. It, it just, it's a lot. And whenever I was looking into this, it's actually highly recommended that you have a financial person with you that knows about this and knows how it operates and how it works because you're playing into interest too. It's, it's a lot. I know I've said that a lot, but it is a lot. 
So let's say you spend $1,800 over that two week time frame. It's less than 2000 Fantastic. So now your credit card is $9,800. You repeat the cycle, you put 2000 on it after payday, and now the balance is 7800 bucks. You spend 1800 over the next week or two weeks, and then your balance is now $9,600. By the end of the month, you have decreased your balance by $400. Also, it takes into the consideration of interest and the daily rate of interest. And I'm not going to get into that because honestly, I don't really understand all of that either. However, if you are disciplined, this can work for you. But let's talk about the advantages and the disadvantages of this. Interest savings being one is an advantage you're leveraging lower interest line of credit, typically that credit card, right? And you are gonna save on interest over the life of this loan. Another advantage that they say is faster debt payoff. As you can see with that example, you can pay off $400 in a month, um, which is great. Is it realistic? I, you know, with interest and everything and your personal expenses and stuff, I don't really know, we, we gotta see. But the financial world is saying that it is an advantage because you can get to a payoff at a much faster pace. Last is increased cash flow. Because you are paying off in those large chunks, your interest payments decrease and that improves your monthly cash flow. So <laughs> yeah, there's a reason I've only done this one time with one client. All right, here's the disadvantages. It requires so much dang discipline. Holy cow. Like if you're not confused by that little segment, I don't know, like that's amazing. That is fantastic because I'm a little confused. But success depends on your disciplined financial management. That's all it comes down to. And it may be challenging for some people to stick to this strategy. It's just one shiny object away from making it all topple down. You have that risk of overspending because you are using a line of credit, which isn't physical cash. So you never know if you've overspent unless you've got a really good budget and you're sticking to it. And obviously that can lead to increased debt because you're using the line of credit, the credit card. Not to mention that your interest rate can fluctuate. Over the last two years, my interest rates have changed on my cards tremendously because they can do that. So you run that risk as well. And I just don't feel like this is a really great strategy, but it is a strategy. So it requires careful planning and execution. It can be effective for individuals who are disciplined with their finances. But let's be honest, if you're listening to this podcast, you probably aren't disciplined with your finances very often. And it is just one way that can work, but it's not my recommended way. And again, this is for educational purposes. My job is to educate as a coach and let you make the best decision. So here we are. So we've gone through four different ways that you can pay off debt. Snowball, avalanche, debt consolidation, and velocity banking. Most of my clients will start with snowball and transition to something else. It's not all the time, but I will say most of my clients are moving into different ways. And I will say some of them 
utilize two at the same time. You can use a partial of debt settlement and also do snowball. You can use the avalanche, but also try velocity banking. You can mix and match these as well. But the point is all of them require you to be disciplined and to have a budget in place. So if you don't have a budget in place and you need help with the accountability, then the Better Budgeting Playbook is number one for you. Absolutely. Get on the waiting list. We are signing up people for the second week of February at this point. So get on in there, sign up. The information is in the show notes. With that, thank you all for listening. I really appreciate it. Go share this with a loved one and we'll talk soon. Take care.